Welcome to the CNG Pro Wrestling Podcast. He's he's Corey. I'm G. I'm Garrett. You can find us on Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, Podomatic, um, Glork. Uh, uh, well, that sounds like something from uh, Rick and Morty. I I Mobile, um, uh, uh, Livewire, uh, uh, Napster. Uh, Napster. Uh, 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 what's the new thing? New, new Hampshire podcast. Oh, yeah. NH podcast. NH podcast. Yeah, we're on all those things. And Wrestle so. app. Wrestle, Wrestle post app. Oh, Wrestle post app? Yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah. Okay. The Wrestle yeah. post app yep. we're on as well. We're on there Corey as well. Does. Yeah. Wrestle post. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, hi, Corey. Oh, hey. What's up? Hi. How are you? Oh, fantastic. Good. I know it's only been like two months since we've gotten together to do a show, and oh, we're yeah. technically not even together, but well, that's the, okay. When was the last time we were actually together to do a podcast anyway? So oh my God, that's once, been forever. Once we found out about Google Hangouts, it's kind of been all like, oh yeah, we'll do it remote. Yeah, well then, of course, we, we had minutes. the fucking fun-filled idea of like, oh yeah, since we can do it remote, we'll do plenty more yeah. shows. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think we've done maybe like three yeah, since just, we figured just this about. out. Yeah. Oh well, but it's not like uh, we've missed anything. That's the thing. God, what a per- what a good segue. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. fucking. Oh, so well. Let's, well, let's get let's... into it. We'll get into WWE. How we haven't missed anything. Yeah. Oh God. Ooh. I had a rousing breakfast of a Cliff Bar and orange juice, and Ooh. for some reason that is really making me burp a lot. Um. So oh, and I also. But this is going to be a fucking side tangent We're, episode, it's gonna, anyway. It's going to be it. everywhere today. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Free form. It's false. Did, did you wanna... false count anywhere podcast? Boom. Sure. There we go. Um, did you? Uh, I got the I got the name of the episode now too. Fuck yeah! Oh, there you go. There we that go. It works. Um, did you want to tell the listeners of our new possible format and or show or exactly what we're going to do? Or do you just want to say, fuck it, and we'll leave that? Yeah, we can. I I mean, it just kind of depends if we stick with the actual format that we said before or if we're like going forward. That's what the podcast is going to be more like, not a time limit one either. Yeah. So I'm confused. So do you, <laughs> like, I know originally it was going to be like, oh, like we could do like half an hour podcast for the card. Or if going forward, yeah, yeah. the whole, however long it is, the entire thing's like the card. Yeah. 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 I don't mind. It's just like. I think going forward, the whole podcast should be the card just because yeah, there's, I don't mind that. now that there's AEW, there's more wrestling and blah, blah, yeah. blah, and more and things. good Lord, do we need more to talk about? Yeah. Holy so. shit. So yeah, yeah, I think from now on, hour plus the card. Yeah. Card subject to change. I just don't think, which leads us into kind of our first topic. Or we should I, explain. The- what the card is i just kept on saying the card oh the card the card the card so basically what we're going to start doing now from here on now is basically going to do a version of our show called the card and we're basically going to have a bunch of different fucking topics and chit chat about them right you you explained it very well in the text that you had sent me and of course i have to dig that up that's Corey, probably from a while ago Eh, let's see Oh yeah, yeah. Here we are talking about fucking Dolph Ziggler. Oh, uh, oh, I haven't God. watched in the last three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you're gonna get. It. That's just a tease of what this podcast is gonna be about the uh-huh. WWE. Kane choke slamming a security guard at his speech. Oh yeah, yeah. Should be. It should be coming up around there. Uh, I know it's definitely so. Oh, Impractical Jokers were at the place we were at. Hey, by the way, They've been Megan and I times. went to the fucking, um, where is that technically? Is that, shit, I don't know where that is technically. It's outside of Manchester, but I don't think it's Manchester. We went to the that, like new Trader Joe's. Oh, Hooks It. Is that Hooks It? Yeah. Yeah. Or no, Bedford, Bedford, Bedford. The one that's literally like, it's a Whole Foods and a Trader Joe's in the same parking lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like their new parking garage thing that they have there at that. Trader we parked Jones. in the parking garage last night because we went out to. I'd never heard of the place until like a week ago. We went to like Carabas, which is basically like a much better Olive Garden. Oh, okay. And holy fuck, 
go go there but after that we went to trader joe's because like oh we need some fucking groceries holy shit do i love trader joe's yeah well that was that was the place that we were down there and it looked super fucking busy the whole time when we were in brooklyn because that was that grocery store down there yeah that's right and that's what i was telling megan i was like i'm pretty sure where Corey and i it was a fucking trader joe's yeah um yeah, we went there too because we were down in Manchester, and then we were like, "Hey, let's check out that Trader Joe's because they actually have like a whole bunch of vegan options and stuff." So, like that, I love Trader Joe's, like Trader Joe's and Whole Foods. That's me and Eliza's place to hang out essentially. Oh, see, this was okay. So I have your like your three texts that like explain it perfectly. Um, Shoot, what the fuck? Did I send you a gift too? <laughs> uh, no, I was, I was real. Um, so it says uh, a weekly show, and then obviously there's no time limit because you mentioned like a half hour or whatever. Yeah. Weekly show called The Card. And it's just a couple of topics of the week, and we talk about them. And I was like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah, I don't mind that because, of course, that's usually my response. And then you said, and we can have a tagline, like The Card's always subject to change. And then you're like, because obviously we're going to probably talk about a specific topic and then go on fucking rants like we always do. I was like, oh yeah, that works. And um and then you had said I'm thinking mostly wrestling talk, and then we can have a segment of like a gimmick match where we can literally talk about like anything. Oh yeah, like I totally you said, like about Avengers that. or Celtics or anything like that. And I was like, Ooh, sign me the fuck up for that. Yeah, add variety. There we go. I forgot what I actually called it. Gimmick yeah. match. I like that. Go me. Yeah, which I which like we're starting to get into there, yeah. WWE is such a hot dumpster fire right now that it's almost impossible to dedicate like an hour to an hour and a half show it's, to just WWE. Yeah, and it's one of those things too, like if we actually dedicated an hour to this whole podcast of the WWE, it would just it would just be us shitting on WWE oh, yeah. for a whole it, hour. It would be so fucking nice. Yeah. And usually, I mean, we were sometimes usually pretty negative about it anyways, but holy shit, dude, it is beyond when fucking when, bad it's right not now. just us because it's it's not like one of those things where it's just us because it's like oh i don't like brock lesnar or whatever when it's mm-hmm. unanimously everyone's just like what is going on and stuff uh, like that uh, yep i mean i think we're both in the same on the same page with it i literally haven't like i obviously still have them recorded because it's just automatically set up yes yeah, but here. i literally haven't watched a full raw since literally like the raw after mania yeah so this is it's this is the perfect thing this we're going right into the card right now subject to change card subject to change and we're gonna go just jump right into wwe not good hey Corey. wwe not not good not good yeah so (laughs) uh so yeah it it's literally and i mean the raw after mania we were only forced to watch because we were sitting there live in fucking person yeah. So, uh, I mean, if that Raw after Mania wasn't indicative of how bad shit was going to get, I we we should have saw the writing on the wall right yeah, there. Yeah, really. Like they give you they give you slight little promises of something good, and then it's just right out the fucking window. And yeah, it's it it's was really it was just so clear that they didn't have a fucking plan. And I literally I don't think like, they still do. Oh, it's it's so. It, we've talked about it like umpteen million times, but it's so obvious they never, they like never plan for the next day. It's almost like they literally show up to Raw and it's like, oh, fuck, dude, we got to have, oh, shit, we got to have a fucking show ready in like an hour. Yeah. It's like, how does that even happen? Yeah, it's, it's that bad that or they have to like remind what happened last week and it's like, all right, so we'll just kind of, do the same that we just did, and then hopefully no one remembers. Yeah. It's it's more so Raw, obviously, than SmackDown. SmackDown keeps it together pretty well. I mean, SmackDown still has their flubs here and there, but like yeah. Raw, it's almost like they forget on a week-to-week basis what the fuck happened. Yeah, and, it, and it's like they don't use their talents correctly or anything. Oh, fuck no. Uh, quickly, who are the Raw Tag Team Champions? Is it still Zack Ryder and yeah. Kurt Hawkins? Okay, yep. yeah. But look, look Jesus how like Christ. I think it's been, I think it's almost been a month. They haven't even been on TV. 
Nope. Nope. And that's the same thing with um, whatever they're called now, Viking Raiders. They haven't been oh, on yeah. TV in They've forever. Disappeared. Yeah. Um, Rusev and Shinsuke, I think, were kidnapped. Yep. Yeah, they're missing. Um, Bobby Roode had a flash in the pan, and now he's back to loser locker room 24-7 antics. Yeah. Oh, and being God. an action figure. Yeah. And, oh, my God, the 24 set. That's oh. the ugliest title oh. I've ever seen. Not only is it ugly, but, like, how fucking just, like, you have made it readily apparent that certain guys just want nothing to do with that title. Yeah. Especially- it's like that title could not feel any less important than guys just being like, yeah, I don't want that. Yeah, that's beneath me especially when you go into a ring with three people and three of them just don't really care about it yep yeah no one gives a single fuck yeah it i just oh my god and if the fucking john moxley interview didn't like a thousand percent confirm everything that we've already known like i just should i should i pull up transcripts of it yeah or should we continue to talk about how shitty the wwe is this will kind of bleed into each other because I'll oh. just talk about how shitty the WWE is and the Man. amazing podcast, uh, amazing talk is Jericho episode with John Moxley. And he, I mean, you can say he just shoots on the WWE, but it's just, it's, it's eye opening to anybody that even questioned it. Uh huh. Uh, let's see. Fuck. But that, that episode was so fucking good. And cause I think, I have I'm subscribed to the Talk is Jericho one and then most of his are pretty good but like when I woke up in the morning and just saw all like the transcripts or like quick notes of that podcast on Reddit and stuff I was like yeah. okay I need to listen to this ASAP cuz I just like it when you see like kind of the behind the scenes stuff of what mm-hmm. actually happens I just so so I'll I'll read little snippets of his like interviewing in a nice like a decent article that uh, Bleacher Report put together. Um, let's see, where do we start? Where do we start? Where do we start? Uh, that's weird. Now, if I'm thinking about it, because I know like sometimes they like the WWE. This is another off-topic thing. They like show off articles that they're in and stuff. They're not going to be showing any more Bleacher Report things. Since that's owned by oh that's yeah, owned that's by like Turner. their thing now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's kind of that. that's AEW territory. <laughs> I completely forgot about that. Yeah. So here in the article, like this, this is like kind of one of the more decent quotes in it. Um, Moxley himself confirmed in his tell-all interview with Chris Jericho on the Talk is Jericho podcast. Which, if you haven't listened to that, go, and you're go. if you're either a fan of wrestling, you have to listen to it. Or if you're not a fan, I would say go listen to it to kind of get like the gist of how fucked up the WWE like actually is and how it really goes down. Like a lot of people who aren't into wrestling do the typical like the bunch of guys in tight that like run around and touch each other. Like, yeah, no, it's it's a lot more to that. And this like (laughs) interview only tells you how like kind of fucked up the whole processes of trying to make it happen um talk to jericho podcast while he stressed there weren't any hard feelings towards wwe he used the word sucks to describe the company's creative process headed up by rick man himself and so he says i remember leaning on a road case and just feeling actual exhaustion like emotional physical mental not so much because of that day but because of six years of this Six years of having to go into this man's office, this old man, and trying to explain to him why wearing a surgical mask is a stupid idea, why carrying a little red wagon to the ring is a stupid idea, why maiming a mannequin in the ring is a stupid idea. I was done. And it just like it so goes to show that Vince just gets these stupid little things in his mind that he and only he thinks is funny. And he just fucking runs with them all the time. Like when apparently there was the thing where like a writer came in and had a bunch of shit written for Ambrose of like stuff he did earlier in the day. Oh, God, that was. Yeah, that was horrible. 
Yeah. And it was like riding backwards on a unicycle and like sharing pizza with a homeless man. And Ambrose was like, fuck you. This is stupid. Rewrite it. Yeah. You and the guy was like, it, it, no, was, go ahead. it was one of those things like, yeah, they're making him like the lunatic fringe, but they're just making him look like a fucking weirdo. And it's just like, he's like, no, you want it. Like I've just fucking been drinking all day or something or whatever. Yeah. And then the other thing, the other line was there was, um, when he came back and did his heel turn and stuff and, you know, with like the gas, cause he actually went into detail with that gas masks and whatever the original idea for that, um, like, uh, storyline and stuff was a pooper scooper. Ugh. He was going oh, to come right. He was going to come out and say he wouldn't even touch the city without a pooper scooper or something like that. Ugh. And it's just, Vince McMahon. It's like that's the shit that's only yeah. funny to Vince McMahon. He said Vince McMahon himself said that's good shit, or it's like. And then I think there was a there was another part of that article or the interview saying like he got a like notes back from Vince saying like Dean Ambrose needs to know why to hate the audience or whatever and like yeah like Dean needs to understand his character and all yeah. this shit and it's just. It's like no, dude. You, you have such a twisted view of how this shit should really go down. D- Dean doesn't need to rewrite these and stuff like that. And it's just, it's just that's how horrible it is. And and I remember at one point in the interview, he mentioned that like not only him, but almost every like superstar in the back at WWE, they literally go into like self preservation mode. Where they're literally all like, yeah, the shit that we get fed to us all the time is literally so fucking stupid, but like it's our job. And so we literally get to the point where we try to not make ourselves look like complete jackasses and morons like on a night in and night out basis. Yeah, it's and that's just horrible. And then then and then it also just like, you know, like some we can consider ourselves marks or whatever. Yeah. It just sheds a light on everything that we thought of, like, oh, yep, this was a Vince idea. This is really stupid. And- uh-huh. It's it it's sad that you can literally pick out the shit that is all Vince's ideas. Yeah. Because it's so it's so blatantly obvious. And like not to say he doesn't have good ideas sometimes, but fuck more often than not, it's awful. It's one of those things. It's like, yeah, he has good ideas once in a while, and then other times there's there's got to be someone in place to be like, hey, Vince, that's not a great idea, but try telling that to Vince. There's no way of getting through with him. It's like Where's you're going to be stuck that? like that. Fuck, I don't want that. I'm trying to find the really good, good fuck. I had the um, I had the website that actually had a decent transcript. You know what I watched the other day? It was kind of random to bring up, but I think about it. I saw a random clip on YouTube. That was the um, when oh my god I'm forgetting her name Parks and Rec. What, Amy Poehler. What what's her character's name? Oh, Leslie. Oh nope. my, yes, Leslie gets Ben Wyatt the Iron Throne for his oh, birthday. Yeah, yep. and he like freaks the fuck out, and then he spends like the last part of the episode just sitting on going, no, <laughs> no. You know what I yes. <laughs> This is the card subject to change. You know what I actually got into the other day while on YouTube? What's that? Whose line is it anyway? Oh, my God. There's so much of it on yeah. there, too. I it's forgot, ridiculous. I just forgot how fucking funny that show is. But um, I do miss that show. But, yeah, the freaking... Seriously, you got to go out and watch or listen to the freaking Dean Ambrose Talk is Jericho one. I know. I'm trying to find the shit. Because I want the exact fucking wording. Uh, let me... I can find it, too. It makes for... Because I want the part where he talks about how Vince wanted him to make the the joke with Roman Reigns. Oh, the, and the Dean Ambrose, like, yeah. literally denied. It was like... He literally said... I'm basically paraphrasing, obviously. But he was like, yeah, the joke was so fucking bad. It was the kind of joke where, like, sponsors would have fucking pulled out and like someone would have been fired 
it was like that bad of a fucking like comment or whatever to the point where he didn't even say it on Jericho's fucking podcast. Yeah, he he was going to wait until they were off the air and tell him off the podcast. Yep. Um shit, I literally can't find that fucking Yeah, there was the bit about how he literally was counting down the days on the fucking calendar and he like did the math out and he's like oh i only have like 12 fucking raws to get through like i think i can get through 12 raws yeah and that that's that i mean all the credit to him for not like making a huge deal about it or anything and just like just working through it and doing whatever he's kind of told to so it doesn't like no bumps in the road or anything it's like it's still Still, like, on good terms, technically, like, probably Vince hates him now because he's, like, an AEW star, but he just made it the easiest way possible. Like, nope, not... Oh, and then that was the other thing to it, too. When his contract was coming up, like, it just kept on... It took forever, and then uh, Dean, or John Moxley, even says, like, yeah, they handed him a contract and just said no. He never even looked at it or anything. There, He said there was no reason to even consider it. And I think he was asked to do the UK tour and Moxley thought about it for like a minute or something and was like, no, what's the point? Like, there's no point. I can't find it. Yeah, so this is like, he talks here about how the fucking creative process works in the WWE. He says, so here's, and this just, this goes to show how Vince is such a fucking control freak and this is why everything gets fucked up. He says, here's how the creative process works in WWE. It doesn't really make any sense. I still don't know how it works, but so now it's like, okay, Vince is in a meeting, so we have to try and rewrite it. You send it in to Kosky, who's obviously some like head writer guy, have it reprinted and put it in front of Vince without the pooper scooper line. And he was obviously referencing all pooper scooper bullshit. He says, because if he sees it, he's going to fall in love with it. And then he's going to be like, oh, you got to say the pooper scooper line. It's such good shit. So we're like, okay, hurry up and take out the pooper scooper line. So he writes, it's something along the lines of we're in L.A. He tries to insult the content of their character more so than their actual smell. He says something along the lines of, oh, L.A. shallow trash. I wouldn't come out here without a gas mask or something. Remember that because it's going to be important later. And I'm like, okay, whatever. I might not say the line, but whatever. We'll worry about it later. Let's get in front of Vince without the pooper scooper because I'm just like, that's too embarrassing. I can't say that. So we get it in. We send it in. We cross our fingers that Vince sees our version and not the original. So then I go off to do, like, do the promo or whatever or something. And I'm just a little bit exhausted from this insanity. So I'm going off to the next promo that was in a hallway with another writer and I'm reading it. And again, it doesn't make any sense. I don't really know what I'm saying or what points I'm making or how I'm supposed to be getting any heat or telling any side of the story. I told the writer, I said, you know, if we didn't have to run around trying to be like, make ourselves not look like idiots and get rid of pooper scooper lines and stuff like that, we could actually sit down and tell a story. We're all just in self-preservation mode, trying not to look like idiots instead of creating good things. He's like, ah, oh, oh, whatever. Do that promo. I think that was pre-taped. Come to the back in the writer rooms, and I'm like, any update? No update yet. We did get this, and it's notes from fucking Vince McMahon. And it says, from Vince, it says, Dean needs to understand why he needs to insult the audience. Dean needs to read his promos verbatim and try to not rewrite them. And I'm just like, and in paraphrases, says long sigh. <laughs> just like the feeling of getting punched in the gut. Like, what the, and I said to the writer, it's not his fault, but I yelled at him. He just took the brunt of it. I'm like, why do I work here? I'm a professional wrestler who can tell stories and come up with promos. And I believe that I have the ability to talk people into buildings. I learned those skills years ago and wanted to bring that to the WWE instead of just saying your stupid lines. If you want someone to read your stupid lines, hire an actor because they'll probably do a better job of it than me. I'm just not interested in doing it. So then he talks about... um, how they were hoping to get another version in before the whole pooper scooper shit. And he goes off to do another fucking promo that he thinks was the live one. 
And he said it still didn't make any sense to him whatsoever. And going to Vince is probably very distasteful. I have the quote of him um, like arguing with Vince to say the terrible cancer line about Roman Reigns. Oh, God, yeah. So he was... He said the first one. I can't remember what the first one was or whatever on on Raw and stuff. So I think they were going to try to go back it was to the like, well again. It was like you know Roman did this, so now he's going to answer to God. Oh yeah, yep. And then so in the I got this from WrestleZone, and he says, "Remember what I was saying about that one line in the previous promo the week, uh, the week or so before this promo. This promo also had a line regarding my actual friend Roman Reigns." who was going through actual leukemia that Vince wanted me to say. He tried talking me into saying it. This is where I absolutely drew the line. I was like, absolutely not. And he actually tried to talk me into it a little bit. Oh, my God. But I was like, absolutely not. He's like, oh, if you feel uncomfortable with it, that's fine. And that's where I finally had to put my foot down. It is the worst line. I'm not going to say it on air. I'll tell you after we're done. But I'm not even going to say it on air. That's how bad it was. It wouldn't have been like a thing where somebody would have had to get fired. Maybe me. They would have lost a lot of sponsors. Susan G. Komen, who would have been like, and I don't know who wrote it. Vince himself or it was a writer. If you're listening right now, you should be ashamed of yourself. You wouldn't believe it. If, If I would have had just said it, been like, okay, and read the script, I can't imagine. But it wouldn't. It would have been on me, not on Vince. Anyway, so that's that day. Those are two examples in the day of the life of me. Like Ugh. that just shows how horrible and terrible the writing slash, uh, like, yeah, just dealing with Vince basically. Well, and it's like it just it so goes into everything we've always like known with him and thought about with him. Is he is just so fucking like out of touch. And, like, he's borderline a fucking, like, crazy person when he comes up with some of this shit. Yeah. Like, like like a pooper scooper. That's not even funny. That's not funny. It's literally not funny whatsoever. And, like, a lot of people have mentioned it, and I think it's so true that, like, I think Vince is literally stuck in, like... The late 80s, early 90s. Absolutely. Storytelling. Yeah. Like, he thinks that kind of shit is still, like, what's going to get people drawn to your fucking program. And it's not whatsoever. Like, little stupid storylines. Like, even going back to, like, the Revival and the Usos. Like, those are two amazing tag teams. All you need to do is, like, hey, we're better than you. Hey, no, we're better than you. Boom. Oh, let's fight about it. Match after match after match, and everyone will love it. No, you catch them shaving each other's back and yep. putting and like putting Lucy like Ben Gay on their balls yeah. or something like that's just uh, straight up uh, stupid. Like, yep. <sighs> well, and then on top of all the shit that we know of when it comes to him and the way he like does business in general, like the Luke Harper shit, like. Luke Harper's fucking frustrated, wants out of WWE, and Vince says, fuck you, we're actually going to extend your contract right? and still not use you because you were injured. Or the fact that Vince McMahon was low on Luke Harper because he couldn't do a southern accent. Yeah, like, why does Luke Harper need to do a fucking southern accent? Yeah, please explain, like, oh, he's a great wrestler, and when he talks normally, he's actually like a good promo. But since yeah. he can't do a southern accent, he's no he's no value to me. But I'm gonna hold on to him. It, it's it's pretty sad. Where like the only good thing, well, it's not like sad, but the only good thing going in the WWE right now, honestly, is Firefly Funhouse. Mm-hmm. That is the only good thing going on in that fucking company. I I cracked up. I first got scared, but I cracked up when I actually read the whole thing on Reddit. Someone someone posted it was like Bray Bray Wyatt is out with an injury and then I like clicked on it and saw it was like he's got a uh, pulled back because he's been carrying Raw for the past like three weeks and I was like seriously yeah, makes sense makes sense and and once again it's a typical Vince thing 
the only reason that that's actually becoming a good thing is because it is so good because you know what they do every time they show a firefly funhouse and cut back to the fucking commentary team they're completely like no selling yeah the firefly funhouse it's because vince sits there and goes oh well you know tell tell the crowd and tell everyone listening that you know that that was that was weird and oh, oh, oh that was unexpected and it was weird it's so like okay cool and that and that's the other thing too it's just commentary you just got vince in your ear the whole time oh. so it it's yeah, michael cole literally is the hand puppet of vince mcmahon mm-hmm. or the story that comes out is apparently that all of sammy Zayn's promos is literally like Vince McMahon talking to the crowd. Yeah. yeah. Like he literally writes Sammy stuff to like he's not basically call everyone fucking stupid without him actually doing it. Yeah, he's not petty or anything. Yeah, no, 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 no. Cause you know, Vince <sighs> McMahon is a complete creative genius and is knows what he's doing. Uh, so yeah, the WWE lately has been frustrating. But you know what hasn't been frustrating? AEW Garrett. Oh my god. I like like we were talking about, I didn't even really Oh my god, so fucking tired this morning. I didn't even really get a chance to completely watch double or nothing whatsoever. Mm -hmm. But I didn't even need to watch it to just know that it was fucking good from everything that I heard. Yeah. So we were actually up in Maine at that time and I ended up just watching it on an iPad and Granted, again, hotel Wi-Fi, amazing. I was absolutely just amazed by that whole show. Just it was, yeah, you know, there's always a few hiccups and whatever. But well, yeah, that's always bad. Oh, yeah, overall, that show was fucking amazing. It was just, it was refreshing. That's really what it was. Yeah. Just even with like the little promos that they've done online and stuff, there was more emotion in all of those matches than any WWE match. Well, like, that's like I told you. Like I, I heard the Cody Dustin match alone was like a borderline tearjerker. Like it's, towards the end of it, it really is. There was a promo right at the end Cody did, and it is. Was that the whole like? I need my brother. Yeah, I need. <laughs> yeah. I need my older brother. And yeah. like, there's been a lot of people that said like they either cried or they were extremely close to crying. No shit. And it was just a good match. A lot of blood. A lot yeah, of blood. I heard fucking Dustin basically yeah. fucking bladed himself like an old dusty trick and yeah. was fucking just pouring blood everywhere. Yes. And it was like all over the mat and stuff like that. It oh, at one it. point they did like one of the zoom ins and like Dusty or Dustin was getting up and you could just see it like <sighs> coming out like crazy, like pouring. Old school. Yeah. <clears throat> but um I'm curious if they're, when they start TV, if they're going to have shit like that. Oh, like blood and stuff like that? Or if you think it's just going to be like, if the flipping off and a swear here and there and blood is more for the pay-per-views and not for the TV? I I don't know. I've heard like it's going to be TV 14. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm totally down for that. So it's a little, I mean, it's not going to be like, you know, um, what's a raunchy TV show? Or, I don't know, but it's going to be better than... Everyone's having sex with everyone. Yeah, it's not going to be that, but it's yeah. not going to be the WWE where it's like, oh, this town smells. Ha 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 Heel heat. I am a bad guy. This like, town Like, if I sucks. just hear the word, like, bullshit a couple times, yeah. I'm going to be fine with that. Yeah, or I'm going to kick your ass. Like, yeah, oh, oh, okay, not... Anytime we need a little pop, just have Roman Reigns say, bitch. Uh, yeah. yeah, you're a bitch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, you're just a bitch. It's like, whoa, he said bitch. And it's yeah. like, ugh. I just, I would like, I hope it's almost like a little, oh my <gasps> God. I hope it's like a little like attitude era e yeah kind of feel to it edgier yeah. just edgier yeah. just a little bit i'm not asking yeah. for like blood every match or like a whole bunch of middle fingers it's just yeah you know sprinkled in when it's needed like mm-hmm. someone gets so mad or whatever and it's just i don't know i just god i am i couldn't 
or M- MJF during Double or Nothing when they revealed the yeah. belt, his promo on Adam Hangman Page and Bret Hart was I heard amazing. it was fucking amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. I'm gonna need to see that. Actually, I wonder if I, wonder. I can. Oh, yeah. I'll have to sign on to your thing, like you were yeah. telling me. And fucking I wonder watch if, it. Let me see if I can actually pull it up. Because I heard it on another podcast. I think the Going in Raw guys were talking about it, and they said it was like he's like sneakily like a top five promo in wrestling in general. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's really good. Um, he was talking. I just God, I I can't fucking I can't wait any longer for AEW to be a legitimate thing and start the show because like i it's perfect timing for them because i think everyone's gonna need a a fucking substitute from wwe oh yeah just the way that it's going and like there's been talk of like yeah it's either gonna be you know the air quote war between wwe or AEW, or it's just they're gonna kick wwe's ass into gear of making shit worthwhile watching right i don't think it's going to do any of that i think vince is so old and stuck in his fucking ways and he's getting so much money from fucking saudi arabia in his tv deals that he's like why am i going to change everything when i've already just made like two billion dollars off of tv and saudi shows yeah it's it's, so like why change i think you're extremely right because he's going to stick in his ways and he's going to be like, no, it's been working for me, so I'm uh-huh. all set. Yeah. It'd be no different than if, like, a regular, like, company that – what am I looking at right now? Fucking chairs. If a regular company that makes fucking, like, mediocre chairs is still making, like, a billion dollars a year, why would you go and change anything whatsoever? Yeah. Like, just still pump out shit chairs and collect your fucking money. Right. And then, and I don't, and like you said before, I don't think he's going to change for anything. It's like, yeah. he's, it's like, nope, our sports entertainment, it's so much better. It's like, yep. you're not even drawing a million people in here. And it's just like, if, nope. If still- this week's Raw, which I, of course, barely saw any of, I just heard a lot about it. If this week's Raw was any sign of a war, it, there's nothing. Yeah, because what, what was there was it? literally the raw after double or nothing, and it was like the shittiest raw ever, and it was as if double or nothing literally never happened. Yep, and it was the first fifty nine minutes of raw. There was ninety seconds of wrestling. <laughs> it was nothing but promos, Brock Lesnar dancing, <sighs> and it's it's just fucking. It was horrible. Yep. I think he's literally so stubborn and stuck in his ways that he literally sits there and he probably knows exactly about AEW, knew all about Double or Nothing, how it was received, how it went off, and he probably sits there and goes, okay, well, I'm just going to still pump out Raw the way that I'm going to fucking pump out Raw because I fucking run this business, I run this industry, I don't give a flying fuck about your company and show. And that's basically what they're going to stick with. And it was yep. funny cause to go back on either one of the Raws or SmackDowns. Like, I, I just remember turning it off because Dolph Ziggler popped up. Ugh, and then, yep. um, or I watched something and then Eliza came back. And she she even, like, barely ever watches it, like, in and out when I'm actually watching it. She yep. saw Dolph Ziggler and she was like, he still freaking wrestles? Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah, I just changed it or whatever, like. And then she's like, let me guess. He was just complaining he it was his shot and someone took it away from him. I was like, damn, you were yep. dead on on that. Like, wow. If, like, Yeah, if, a, like, if that's not a sign that yeah. it's just completely same old, same old. An extreme casual fan knows exactly what Dolph Ziggler just said without yep. ever watching a second of that promo. And they knew exactly what it was. That's a problem. That's uh-huh. a big problem. But like, that's almost that's. It's almost Vince's way of 
it's almost like his way of acknowledging AEW without doing it mm-hmm. is he literally just says like, oh, yeah, I know you exist, but I'm not fucking changing the way that I fucking I'm, do anything. I'm still the big man in the campus. Uh-huh. That's literally what it is. All right. I have uh, MJF's promo if you're ready for it. Yes. So this is off Bleacher Report, just in case you get in trouble or something. Yeah, no well, one fucking, well, um, but here is the promo. This is right when he starts talking. Here's it come my music. You can it's hear that, MJF. right? Yeah. Look at that fans reacting too. You know, he's no a shit. tremendous unifier because everyone hates him. Yeah, they're giving him an anatomy lesson. <laughs> really? I'm I'm the asshole? What? You people bought a ticket to see me, so shut up. Ladies and gentlemen, just in case you live under a rock, you are looking at the youngest and fastest rising star in professional wrestling today, Maxwell Jacob Friedman. And in that ring, wait, Brett, a fan's coming up. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! just cheap. Oh my God. Oh, I kill me. Hold on, give me a second. Oh, man. Oh. Wait, you people really want to boo me? Yeah? Yeah? Let me tell you why you Nimrods boo me. It's because you're jealous. You are jealous of the fact that you are looking at the quintessential future of all elite wrestling. You are jealous at the fact that you are looking at the future face of this company because God knows a horse can't be the face of this company. <laughs> That's the hangman page. Yeah. Oh, you guys like that he's a horse, huh? Yeah? Okay, let's talk about horsies for a second, huh, folks? (laughs) You know, Hangman, I'm no horse professor, but no matter how strong a racehorse is, no matter how fast a racehorse is, do you know what happens when they have a bum leg? They become about as useful as every single one of these fat white trash hicks. (laughs) So you take them around back and you blow their stupid little brains out. So how about you do the right thing? How about you save yourself the agony of me coming in there and beating you to a pulp? Because we all know you got a fluke victory tonight. Man, I wish we could have saw him. And how about you relinquish your title shot and give it to a real man? A man who's going to be, look at me, old man. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will. Actually, scratch that. That catchphrase sucks. (laughs) How about you relinquish your title shot to Maxwell Jacob Friedman, because I'm better than you, and you know... Easy there, Seabiscuit, easy. (laughs) How about I get you a little sugar cube, huh, pal? Yeah? Yeah? All right. Okay. Then he he ends up getting, like, jumped by Jungle Boy and Jimmy Havoc and stuff like that. Oh, really? But, yeah, that... But right there, that promo, that is, like... Oh, shit. Easy heel promo. 20 times better than anything anybody else is doing. And see, it's all like relatable shit because he literally brings up the fact that fucking Hangman Page looks like a horse. 
Yes. Like, and his, that's it. His, it's not like he's sitting there fucking like. Not even. He looks like the a doctor's office and getting a shot up his ass. Yeah. Like all this stupid shit. And his gimmick is kind of like a cowboy type thing. So it's like, yep. oh, horse. Boom. There. Easily relatable. And he even goes with the cheap heat and calls everyone fat white hicks. It's like yep. easy enough. But WWE for I don't even know if they know what heels and faces are anymore sometimes. Because, like, the Usos, they're doing kind of heel stuff, but they're the faces in that, and it's... Yep. I don't understand it. But, yeah. I'll I'll have to give you my login for that, so you can just watch that at some Yeah, time. I've been meaning to fucking watch all of Double or Nothing anyways, so... Yeah, it's, it's well worth it. AEW, I have nothing but high potential for that, just because it's something different. They know what they're doing. And I'm just I'm so fucking curious to see how it looks. Yeah. I mean, double or nothing. That that was really well done. So I'm hoping was it's it, I, I heard that. like there was a couple of hiccups, but besides that, it was like Yeah, I mean they're not I you gotta give it to WWE. They're pretty smooth and they know when to look at, you know, a certain camera. But at random times, like still double or nothing, overall amazing. Everything was just so good. Yeah. So That was my coffee. Um, oh, double or nothing. Totally worth watching. But yeah. so we can get into another part of the card or another match if you want. And we can mm-hmm. go into the takeover for uh, yes. today. Depending. So on. I am like, I'm quietly or like, I guess quietly in a way, quietly fucking hyped. For TakeOver. One, because we know TakeOvers are always fucking amazing, but like Mm -hmm. I so have not been paying attention to the product over the last like month or two that I literally looked at the card and was like, holy fuck, this is going to be a really good TakeOver. Yeah. And it's TakeOvers are good for that too. Can you hear that in my fucking headphones when I'm like moving against the couch? Very little. Oh, okay. Because it's like wicked loud to me. But anyways. It's not too bad. But... No, takeovers are good for that, that, like, even if there's little or no build, the takeover is going to be fucking awesome. Like, yep. even with, like, the Matt, you got Matt Riddle versus Roderick Strong. I was just about to say that match could easily steal the show. Oh, easily. And then you got, we were there for the first one, Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano. <sighs> yep. That's going to be a fucking barn burner and a half. And then you got the ladder match. With um, the forget me yeah, the four team ladder match yeah. for the tag titles. Woo, that's gonna be good. And then even the um, Shayna Baszler versus Io Shirai. I mean, obviously, Io Shirai is fucking awesome. Yeah, I like her a lot. Even though um, like her lackeys are gonna get involved, it's still gonna oh, be, it's course. still gonna be good. Um, I feel like oh, and then fucking Tyler Breeze versus Velveteen Dream. Velveteen Dream. That's yep. gonna be fucking amazing. Like it's gonna be. That good is shit. gonna be like the epitome of like two characters. Yep. going at it in the ring. I but then they can also that. wrestle and stuff. It, that that's yeah. that's really what that match is for. So like, if you think about it, yeah. That. Uh, so you got the women's match. Then you got like the high spot match, which is the ladders ladders match. Yeah, and then you got probably just the straight up wrestling match, which is going to be Riddle versus Roderick Strong, and then you got the kind of like the character match, which is Tyler Breeze versus Velveteen Dream. Then you just mm-hmm. got your championship main event thing, which is Adam Cole versus um, Johnny Gargano. Which I'm just curious of how that's going to go because I don't know. I think Roderick Strong is going to play a uh, like a play into effect in the main event for some odd you reason. You think so? Yeah. I don't think... There, has that been kind of the storyline that him and Adam Cole are still like... Yeah, they suddenly got back together really quickly. So you... Yeah. And you know with the NXT... Like, if this was Raw, yeah, that would make sense. Like, yeah. Uh-huh. But with NXT, there's got to be a swerve coming or something like that. So... You'd be the company that actually tries to do some future storytelling? Yeah. Long bookings. Long bookings. Yeah. So... Yeah. Weird. I don't know. I, I'm I'm pumped for TakeOver, though. It should be. Well, they're always good. So, I mean, it and should it's, be good, it's, though. It's, it's fucking like Connecticut, right? Yeah. It's three and a half hours away. <laughs> Not checking or anything. or, 
tickets are like if you don't care about your ticket, it's like you can get a ticket for twenty bucks right now. That's it. Yeah, it's like they don't really have a balcony thing. It's kind of set up like you know that first NXT house show we went to. Yeah. In that, I think it was like Boston University or whatever. Yeah. There's no, there's yep. no bleachers, but it just goes straight up and stuff. It's yep. just like high up in one of those sections, and it's oh, twenty bucks for that. So it's it's one of those typical things where it sounds like that, but it wouldn't be a bad seat in the house, probably. Right, right. Yeah. But I think even if you spend 80, 80 bucks, you're like right on, like right in the middle on, like right across from the hard cam. No shit. Yeah. So that's why I've been like contemplating driving down there. Mm-hmm. But then I like think of the ride home, and it's like, is it worth it though? Yeah, especially at that time of fucking night. Yeah just bang energies left and right good stuff yeah no i think that show is gonna be very good i mean like we said takeovers are always fucking good no matter what even like even the worst takeover is still better pretty much than any main roster pay-per-view you're gonna get absolutely and that's 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 sad to think about it it really is like, I can't even think what was probably, I mean, of the most, like, maybe past two, three years, what the worst takeover has been. You can't you can't pinpoint one because they've all been good. They had that one time where, I'm not going to say they were bad, but they had, like, slightly more, <laughs> I want to say, boring-ish guys in there. I, I want to say this was one of the times where it was around the, like, it was like fucking McIntyre and like Rude vying for the championship or something, or like Rude was having his rivalry with like Ty Dillinger and that kind of oh, shit. And it was like time. Sanity and some I forgot what tag team at the time, but it's like it was kind of like oh a Sanity and time for them Sanity and AOP. I know they had a match. Yeah. And stuff. And it was kind of a time in NXT where it's like, okay, well, I mean, it's NXT and it's still good. Yeah. But like, this isn't. Yeah, it didn't have the the, the star power, but then it yeah. ends up still being good because it's just good, yeah. good wrestling. Yeah. And that was the thing is is that's what was so always so good about NXT and still is. It's like, even when they don't have the star power, their shows and all that shit are still awesome. Yeah. Because, like, they just let the guys tell a story in the ring. It's not like you're paying... No, you don't technically pay. But it's not like you're paying for a pay-per-view and then you get a two-minute squash match on a fucking pay-per-view of two stars that you're like, oh, I really want to see this match. Oh, two minutes later, it's done. Or what? Money in the bank. Why the fuck did we have a Lars Sullivan fucking, like, little cut when the... Lucha House Party beats him up or whatever. And is that the best thing to do? Guy that's like super racist and stuff just comes out and beats up like three people of ethnic backgrounds? Like, that's, I don't think that's the greatest <laughs> yeah, no idea, shit. WWE. I know you're going well, to Saudi Arabia. Right? Do, do you really think they put any fucking thought no. into that whatsoever? I was going to say the company that's going to Saudi Arabia and I just read yeah, an article. Taking their blood money. Yeah. Just reading an article of stuff that they have to stay away from while they're over there. Like they can't drive, they can't go on to elevators with people of the opposite sex, and it's like this is what you do. And yep. it's I forget I was reading another article from somewhere, and they were like, if this doesn't open in an eye, and WWE doesn't care about like um, sexism or something, it's like they can easily be bought out of anything. It's like if oh, you pay shit. them enough money, they will totally look the other way. Yep. <laughs> and that's sad. But do you want to start the last match? Sure. The gimmick match. Video games. Yeah. So, man, there's so much good shit fucking coming out. I'm in like I'm in a wicked down period right now of like, like I was telling you before we went on the air, like I bought Mass Effect Andromeda and Witcher 3 recently yeah. for like on sale just as in like needing something to like occupy my time yeah and in once you mentioned that i might buy the witcher start to download go to the gym so it's ready when i get back to play and stuff just because i literally i bought it shit. last night at 
oh, maybe like six. And then Megan and I literally went out for dinner, went to Trader Joe's and came back and it was done. Yeah. Damn. Okay. That's good then. That's good to know. Um, Yeah. And then like I was telling you too, like I'm just trying to like, it is a really like a lull period for video games. I've been just trying to beat the story for Red Dead Redemption and it's, it's a complete chore right now. I was going to say, I see you playing that more often than not. Yeah. It's, I'm just trying to power through it just because I just want the story to be done. And then also I really enjoy hunting the animals and stuff like that. The legendary animals. You said like when you play Red Dead, you actually do a lot more of the side stuff than you do the main shit. Not side missions. Like I go and get legendary fish and legendary like hunting animals and stuff like that or just you go explore for like it's like a grand theft auto you just fucking get on your horse and i just go to a random spot and just look around because you end up finding something like everywhere which is awesome yeah but yeah um we could talk about the uh new call of duty trailer that I. oh my god it looks so fucking amazing i'm i'm glad they're getting back to like what the original like modern warfare was where it was like yeah make a video game of call of duty of like stuff that's literally going on today that and like it's enough of the future exoskeleton yeah. jumpsuit fucking bullshit like no everyone hated that yes Ugh. but then you still got the people the call of duty people that buy it but i remember hearing something too i think it was on lyrics um stream or whatever saying how this new one's going to be like slower like the other ones it's not like you're going to be running around jumping around and stuff like that yeah. it's just like yeah the like it's old... actually going to be like you have to like semi-strategically get yeah. through a level and it's like the old school call of duty where it's like just slower pace and stuff like that uh-huh. Unless you if get we can get back to the classic Call of Duty map and mission oh. where you're a sniper in a ghillie suit and yeah. you sneak through the whole one. Like if we get back to that, I will fucking endlessly play the game. And I hope even with all this and making the new game, I hope they still do a blackout mode because blackout is very fucking fun. Oh, it bl- oh, I wonder how that it would be more like a PUBG almost if they do blackout Probably. in a modern warfare. Yeah, that wouldn't be bad. Because I literally still play Blackout all the fucking time. Oh, do you really? Yeah. I I legit haven't probably started that game up in a while. It's like the ultimate mode of like, oh, I have a half hour to fucking kill before I have to do something. Like, I'll play a game or two of fucking Blackout and see how I do. That's not too too bad. Yeah. I think I... Oh, I ended up buying uh, NBA 2K as well. I don't mind I saw that. I saw you playing that the other day, and yeah. I assumed you bought it on sale or some shit. Yeah, I think 2K was having a... No, it was like this PlayStation Spring Sale or whatever. You need to get the fucking Forest game and play it when Mitch and I play it. Oh, yeah. yeah. That remember, fucking game is so fun. I remember watching you play that, and I was like, this isn't too bad. And then I'm yeah, just like... Yeah, wicked Nana. fun. It's actually, and I realized, too, with playing it with Mitch... It's totally a game you like you it's one of those rare games that you have to play with people. Oh yeah. Yeah, because there's like I I did it for a while single player and just had zero fun and got killed a lot. But like playing it with Mitch was probably one of the more fun times I had. We did the typical shit where we were like, Oh, you know, let's play the forest and fucking explore with it and run around, do stupid shit. We turned it on at nine AM and turned it off at five PM. Okay. <laughs> yep. Well, that's a sign of a good fucking game, though. So. Yep. It, it was so fucking fun. Oh, and then we can also talk about the fucking Avengers game that's going to be coming out. Ooh, I know. There's high hopes for that. It's fucking just Avengers, one of... a new Last of Us. Yeah. A new Gears of War, which honestly, like, I've never been the big Gears guy, but the games are good all at the same time. Yeah. So. But I, it's a bunch that's... of new Star Wars shit coming out. Yes. The Star Wars is important, and I th- there's rumors that it might be the Knights of the Old Republic. They might remake oh, stuff. They're apparently doing like the movie of it. They have the Netflix series. The new game is like the Fallen Order thing. Oh, I can't fucking wait. Yeah, uh, and I've have you seen the things about the Disney streaming too? Disney's gonna no. have their own streaming service. They're gonna oh try- yeah, like the Disney Plus or whatever yeah, the fuck yeah, it is. and they're gonna yeah. kill Netflix and it's. I'm going to sign up to that instantly because you're going to get like all the Marvel. 
you're going to get uh-huh. all of fucking Star Wars and Well, stuff and like they that. have with the Marvel thing is everyone like Loki has like a spin-off series that basically takes place like after Endgame and all that shit. Like I think is it Doctor Strange? Loki's going to have a series, Hawkeye's going to have a series, mm-hmm. and I want to say the Winter Soldier is going to have a series as well. Oh, he's he's probably going to have like a Captain America one, right? Yeah, I think it's him and the fucking new Captain America there are going to have one. Sam or... Oh, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Whatever superhero name is, I fucking forget right now. Yeah, that, it's it's going to be good. Um, What else was I just about to say? Oh, did you also see... So this is just more like comic books, video game type movie thing. Um, Robert Pattinson as the new <laughs> yeah. Batman. How do you yep. feel about that? I actually don't mind so i and of course i forget the fucking name of it but i watched a movie one time in my doldrums of working overnight shifts i watched a movie one time that he was very good in and it was well i watched two actually one he was okay in that was like uh him and guy pierce in like australian apocalypse setting it was kind of neat um and then I watched another one with him where it was this like, did you ever see the movie um, Drive with Ryan Gosling? Oh, yes. Yes. It was, yeah. It was basically a movie like that in a sense, just like different storyline, obviously. Mm-hmm. But it was Robert Pattinson and like someone had like kidnapped his friend or brother or something and he had to do a bunch of weird. Ch- oh, it was so good. So fucking good. So like he has the acting chops and all that shit to pull it off. So I'm just I'm I'm just curious. Yeah. And I know everyone's up in arms about the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie. I couldn't be more fucking hyped for why, that fucking movie. Why are movie. they up in arms? Like I haven't heard I don't know. People are literally so pissy that Joker's getting a fucking origin story. I don't know why people are so pissed off about that. Well, it's I think I am super pumped on that. Like I think yeah. that movie is going to be fucking amazing because it looks it's like just what it is is it's all these fucking like smarks for like the comic books. No, like Joker is the Joker. He doesn't need an origin story. He's just the Joker. Like no man, I want to see how the fucking they, Joker became the Joker, especially yeah. if Joaquin Phoenix is doing it. They made a fucking comic book of his origin story it's not like this is just like they're pulling it out of nowhere it's they're made it for a reason so i know it's just people fucking sit and bitch and complain about how shitty all the dc stuff is and then when dc like even though i don't even think this joker movie is like dc related whatsoever technically i think like they have to because it's the joker but it's more of like hey no how about you guys hands off we'll take care of this and stuff like that but it's like uh, people will love to shit on them. And then, you know, when shit tries to actually go through, that would be good stuff like a Joker origin movie with fucking Joaquin Phoenix. People still fucking bitch and complain about yeah. it. So it's like, just shut the fuck up and enjoy what's in front of you. No, that that movie looks so fucking good. I'm so pumped on that. Oh, yeah. That trailer. I watched that trailer like six times the mm-hmm. day that it fucking came out. Yeah, I'm pumped on that. And then um, what was the other thing? Joker. Um, You're probably uh, thinking Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, I, that that yeah. movie I just know is going to be good, just because I'm oh, I'm yeah. a big uh, Joaquin Fe- not Joaquin Phoenix. You're a big Tarantino guy. Yeah, Tarantino guy. Yeah, yeah. very pumped. Oh, that was the thing uh, with Robert Pattinson as Batman and stuff. Like at first, I was like, that got fucking Twilight doing Batman. But then I like, you know, like I thought about it for a second, and then I was like, wait, Heath Ledger was hands down the best Joker. And probably, like, I don't think I was a big movie person at that time, but probably at that time, if I saw Heath Ledger as the Joker, I was like, a pretty boy is playing the Joker? That's the dumbest thing possible. He literally, on his resume before the Joker, he basically had, like, A Knight's Tale and The Patriot. Yeah. And that's pretty much it for, like, notable shit. Where he just basically played as the good-looking dude or whatever. And it's then he ends up being the greatest joker of all time yeah the greatest comic book villain like ever portrayed by yep. anybody <laughs> i like there was people that i'm surprised our, our older brother wasn't one of those people that people <laughs> were mad that uh fucking jared leto wasn't playing the joker in that joker Ugh, movie and he was so bad he was terrible that was just a terrible movie overall but yeah it was um 
That yeah, is the one thing I'll horrible. agree with the internet with in general is when they say Suicide Squad was bad and like horrendous. It's like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No, 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 you're right. It, it was it was fucking dreadful to watch. I waited until it was like on HBO or something and I could watch it for free and mm-hmm. I still felt like I got robbed from money. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it actually took me three attempts to yeah. watch it. It was, fully through it was a chore to watch i i think uh-huh. we just sat down because it was just like oh we'll watch a movie oh let's watch this okay and then it was over it was like well that's over i'll never get that time back in my <laughs> yep, life basically oh yeah i think that's i think that's about all the topics we got i think so yeah i think that was that was the end of our main event i know we gotta we'll we'll smooth we gotta out actually the- like smooth it out and like pick out the topics and pick what exactly we're gonna go with like the next time because this time it was just like yeah let's fucking yeah. talk about this and um, fucking okay we're recording yeah we of course we discuss business on the podcast so, or our Absolutely. format as always yeah so yeah how about you hit him with that outro thanks for oh my listening. god i literally like forgot okay it's the cng bros and podcast ccc's Corey mg and garen you can find us on google play stitcher SoundCloud, iTunes, Podomatic, uh, uh, Wrestle Podcast, Wrestle NH. Post, Wrestle what? Post. We're on Wrestle, Wrestle Post. Post and Podcast and H. Podcast and H. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook, oh, uh, Twitter, Instagram, um, Instagram. Like, rate, subscribe. Go to iTunes. Like us. Give us fucking five stars right now. I demand now. it. I'm waiting. Okay. Do bye. It. Okay. Bye.